Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to my morning rant. Uh, Today I'm going to talk about a powerful weapon that you and I can use when we're going through our situations, as they say. Uh, the Bible tells us that all things work together for good uh, for those who love the Lord and that are called according to His purposes. Yesterday, I talked to you guys about the power of confession and what it does and how it plays a part in our life, in this life of faith. Um, worship plays a part in this life of faith. It is actually one of the weapons that we have that we can utilize. The Bible says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. So we have powerful weapons that we can utilize in our situation. And today I want to talk to you about worship and praise and worship. The Old Testament tells us about the temple. And if you look at the temple, the, pem- the temple is designed to walk us through processes by which we become a place of um, when the priests were in the holies of holies, to his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise and so forth. It, it lays out a process of how you get into the holies of holies where you're there before God the Father tells us to come boldly before the throne of grace whereby we may obtain uh, mercy and find grace in time of need when we're when we're in, in trouble we run to him for that grace it tells us and he will provide it but we see this uh, powerful thing of worship um uh, people winning battles we saw that in the uh, the battle of Jericho it was worship that the walls. So you may have some walls in your life, and I want to take you to the place of worship. Let's take a look at uh, Romans chapter 4, and we'll see um, what happens to us when we in a place of worship. And this, Romans chapter 4, is what where the Lord had given me the revelation about the blueprint of faith, and that is why I, I focus and teach about faith. Anyway, in verse 24, 20, he says, He staggered not at the promise of God. So he's telling us how not to stagger, how not to lose, lose it. 
Um, we saw that Peter, you guys hear me talk about Peter. Peter lost it when he, he, um, he looked around into the natural realm, um, and he began to sink. We saw Jarius, God, uh, Jesus stopped him and told him only believe, the, uh, when he heard the report from his, um, from his people. So, uh, we see that, um, he here, he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, um, but was strong in faith. How? Giving glory unto God. And I talk to you guys that unbelief is one of the enemies of our faith, as we can see plainly right here. But it tells us how to be strong in faith by worshiping glory. This is a secret weapon that I want to talk to you guys. The Bible says that yet Jesus makes a statement in John four twenty three. Yet uh, time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers Father seeks. Tells us in John four twenty four, God is a spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. It tells us in Luke four eight, um, Jesus said, It is written, Worship the Lord their God and serve him only. Um, Matthew four uh, ten. Away from me, Satan, when uh, Satan comes to Jesus and is tempting him, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And so we see that this particular uh, weapon of ours, David was very familiar with this weapon. If you see Psalms, Psalms is all about praise and worship, a lot of it. Uh, Psalm 66, 4, all the earth bow down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praise of thy name. And the Bible tells us that all, there's a time coming when that is going to be absolutely true. And we will see that um, in this earth. It tells us that every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess. Everybody, doesn't matter which kingdom you're a part of, you will confess that Jesus is Lord. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 12, 5, it says, Sing to the Lord, for he has done gracious things. Let this be known to all the earth. Um, Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, Therefore, Jesus, uh, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruits of our lips, to openly profess his name. Why? Because this is one of the weapons that we can utilize to have victory over the enemy. The Bible tells us that for us not to look at our situation, and I know there's one of my scriptures that I usually, uh, I would say, because I remember when I was learning about faith and all of these things and uh, trying to make it, as they say, um, out of my my situations and looking at the darkness that was in my situations, there would point of, come a point of time when you've done everything, man, you've done the will of God, and all that is left is simply to worship God. And uh, we, it says so, actually, in, in Hebrews chapter 10, 35, to, um, it tells us that we ought to um, worship God even after we've done everything. Um, Hebrews ten thirty five and 36, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which have great reward, for you have need of, to, of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive 
the promise that you have, you're asking him for. And we saw that in Abraham's life. He tells us that he's the father of faith. And we have to copy him so that you and I can get what we are desiring. It says he wasn't weak in faith, but giving glory. And as he began to give glory to God, something happened to him. And that same thing is going to happen to us. We look into our situation. We see that we've done everything. We've found the scriptures. We've quoted it. And we are not seeing anything manifest yet. But don't give up because the Bible tells us that God's grace is working on the people that need to bring this to pass. And that's why he says, you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promises. So what happened starts to happen to us within the space of worshiping. The Bible tells us plain and simple. As we begin to give God the glory, verse 21, and being fully persuaded, we become fully persuaded in God's ability. Because when you begin to worship God, you are not looking at your ability. Your your ability actually has expired. It is no longer there. You, you've come to your wit's end and you are nowhere to be seen as far as your ability to come and do something, create an Ishmael. And so you come into this place of worship and you are going to become fully persuaded to what? Only God can rescue you here. Only God can do this and God will do it for the Bible tells us so. As I mentioned to you, one of my uh, favorite scriptures that I used to um, uh, quote all the time when I was in the midst of my craziness and I would come to my wit's end and there's no way, nothing else that I can do. Turn to Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. It says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail. And the field shall yield no meat. A flock shall be cut off from the fold. There shall be no herd in the stall. Yet. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. I would sing that all day long. And I remember so many times, uh, again, when my ability was out of the way and I had nowhere else. And to me, you know, um, this young Christian looking at my situation, that's exactly what it looks like. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vine and labors. I'm looking at the natural, and that's what it looks like, man. And even though it looks like that in the natural, the, 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 the prophet, he says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. But the Bible says that um, in Second Corinthians, it says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. All that situation that the prophet was mentioning in Habakkuk 
all of that. The fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine. The labor of the vine shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stall. That's all the natural realm. And the Bible tells us that that's all temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Worship is an eternal, powerful tool that you and I can utilize. And the prophet cries out, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Bible tells us that this is one of our weapons that we need to um, utilize. It tells us Psalms 132, 7. I remember it says, we will go into his tabernacle. We will worship at his footstool. And I told you guys, the, um, the, uh, the, in the Old Testament, that when the priest, the table, the tabernacle that they had set up, tells us that the place in the holies of holies of the place of worship at his footstool. And you and I, the Bible calls us priests and we are priests. And as a priest, we can walk in to these places because we are children of God. Psalms 95, 1, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let's party, man. Let's party with God. Bible tells us, sing unto him, for thou art the Lord, uh, thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God besides thee. According to all that we have heard with our ears, and we worship God for those things, for all the things, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Uh, this is in Psalm 63, 3, Psalms 104. Enter in, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. This is what I'm talking to you guys about the process of enter into worship and uh, getting into the place of the holies of holies where we are at his footstool. And uh, it tells us that we can get before God. It says, we will go into the tabernacle. We will worship at his footstool. His footstool, guys, is in the holies of holies. But we enter into that place, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And, and he was talking about this. Um, if you can picture the tabernacle, it was, uh, um, was surrounded um, by a fence and it has the gates that you would enter into, and there's courts that are all kinds of stuff were there that the priests have to wash their hands and all that type of things. And as they progress into the holies of holies, the high priest, as he moves from one um, level of worship to the other. But the Bible tells us that this is a weapon, and I talked to you guys that we saw that in the life of Joshua, where worship was a weapon. We saw it in Paul and Silas's life when they were in uh, Peter. We saw it when Peter was in prison. We see that that also, these guys worship God in the middle of the night. And what happened? It tells us that the angels of God came and take them out of their situation. Those angels are still there with, between around you and I, and they are our angels, and we can utilize them by prayer and worship. For God tells us that we are victorious in Him. And if you, the, our God is a personal God. I talked to you guys about Adam 
Look at that situation with Adam when Adam fell. God was still waiting for him. He did not miss his appointment, his creations. He came to have his regular meeting with them, and he was the one that yelled out, where are you? Uh, he was there waiting for him. And God, you and I to come and worship him. And as we worship him, the Bible tells us that chains will fall. All of the burden will leave us because we are not there worshiping him in our ability. That's where we are naked before him in not doing anything. We can't do it anymore. That woman with the issue of blood, that woman spent all her money. She was a rich woman. She spent all her money. She did everything that she could in her ability. And then when she had nothing left, it says she heard. And so you and I, uh, as believers, um, to build our faith so that we can hear. And the Bible says to us that that person, as faith comes into your life, that you will begin to become victorious in your life. Don't give up. Pray and worship, because as you begin, we saw that as Abraham gave glory unto God, the Bible says, he became fully persuaded that God was able to do what he said he was going to do. And I remember uh, in my life, um, when things got difficult, I would go into worship and just lock into worship and not focus about what's going on around me. Uh, go to God and says, you know, you said put you in remembrance. And I would put him in remembrance of his word that he promised me. And I will just lock into praise and worship. And it was wonderful how things worked out for me every single time. And so I encourage you guys to utilize this aspect of your weapon that you have, one of the other weapons, uh, because that place of worship is where your ability ends and God's ability begins. As the prophet said, he lays out what it looks like around him. But he said, yet will I praise him, yet will I worship him, I will joy in the Lord. So I continue to walk in faith, as I say to you, just shall live faith. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on 
Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.